0: Oh, one last thing, because I just realized what today was. It's the 30th. You guys are probably going to be listening to this on the 31st when it finally gets all up and going. Happy New Year. Let's hope 2021's kick ass, because I'm really sick of this shitty fucking year. (laughs) Because it's going to be a huge year. I'm feeling it. It's going to be good. I'm going to go into this year confident. I love you guys. We're going to do it. We're going to kill it. Whatever the future brings, we're going to all get through it together. It's going to be badass. We're going to kill it. Life is going to be good gotta keep moving forward gotta keep pushing it make sure you keep doing that happy new year i will see you guys later what is up everybody i'm back for now well not for now but i'm gonna i'm gonna stay back i'm working on it everything's kind of smoothing itself out now life is going good the issues that caused me to take a break are starting to get resolved i'm moving forward from it i'm becoming a better person from it things are going great i love and Respect all of the support that I got during the situation. Everybody's amazing. I love you all. And you guys are the most kick-ass friends that anybody could ever fucking ask for. Not going to lie. But on that note, I did some thinking during my almost, what, three-week, three-to-four-week little hiatus. Instead of doing follow-up episodes on my initial hot takes, like I've been trying to like hype up, The research kind of got insanely overwhelming to me because I just kind of tried to bog myself down with all of it at once and it just fucked with me and I apologize for that. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to stick to this because I love you guys and I want this to work out. I'm going to do my entire first season. I'm not sure how long I'm going to make season one, but all of season one is going to be hot takes. Just hot takes on every topic I can think of. Then I'm going to take like a three-month break And during that three months, I will start my research process again. I will keep all the notes from all the research I've already done and then start forming those into episodes, getting those episodes out, probably having guests on to talk about them to get a better perspective that isn't just mine. So you guys aren't just hearing my voice droning on all the time, which you're already doing. Then from there, it's going to be a big thing. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited about it. The, I've been talking with the people in the, my network the core network about it and they're all for it they think it's an awesome idea Sarah's going to make an appearance when it comes to the uh, two party system episode because I trust her opinion on a lot of things because she's a really good friend Billy's going to show up probably going to talk about the civil, this, probably on the Civil War episode talk to him about it because he's opinionated on it and I love him to death then I'm going to have my friend Ashley on for cryptids because she's my resident skeptic and I, she's awesome she's a really good friend I've been able to get to her with a lot, and she's been able to work through it and help me out and talk. You know, I've had a lot of support through everything going on right now, and it's awesome. Cannot thank everybody enough. I probably never will be able to thank everybody enough. But I think it's time because you guys have been waiting for it. Episode five, officially episode five, and um, doing something a little different. I'm giving a hot take on something I really love besides cryptids. It's the movie. Starship Troopers. <laughs> I love this movie so much. It's a Movie-wise, it's a horrible movie, but it's just so much campy and stupid action, and it's beautiful, and I love it. I love all the controversy that's, that's around it, and honestly, it inspired my memes for a while. It was part of a shitposting group. It was a Starship Troopers bug posting. It was a whole thing. All we did was make memes about Starship Troopers. We built this huge community. I made a lot of friends doing it, and I was able to annoy my friends outside of that group with the memes we would make. And I'd be like, guys, check this meme out. This is so funny. I love it. But I just, it's an amazing movie. Amazing. Honestly, it's an amazing guest. Michael Ironside is in it. And I fucking love that man. Casper Van Dyne playing the pivotal Johnny Rico, who in the book for Starship Troopers was Filipino, but in the movie, because Vorheen didn't watch the, well, didn't, rather he didn't watch his own movie. He probably watched his own movie. He didn't read the book. He read the back of it and saw Buenos Aires and assumed Johnny was from Buenos Aires. And, um, yeah, which is a really funny bit. And I love that little fact because, like, a lot of the people in that movie went on to do other things. Like, when Gary Busey's brother was in it, he played Rico's, one of Rico's best friends in the movie. Post, um, you know, him joining the Mobile Infantry, which is what they called their army and uh neil patrick harris was in the movie and he played a psychic and it was it's really funny it's an amazing movie but let's let's do some hot takes about you know their government system right so their government system was um service guarantee citizenship as a meritocracy well it was a military meritocracy where if you serve their government as in the military and there were other ways like in the book there's more than just one way to serve and get your citizenship but if you served you got your citizenship, and you can vote. You can hold certain jobs. You can own. You can be in the politics. You can be in politics. You can decide on policies. You can do things like that to pro- like to propagate the state. And it's interesting because for some reason everybody calls it you know fascism, and they call it not they call them Nazis. But they're the only thing that links the government and the characters and Starship Troopers to Nazis is literally the gray uniforms. And that's it. That's enough to get people to start calling them Nazis. And it's funny to me that so much controversy was able to be spun around just because of the uniforms because Vorhin was trying to create a parody of the book by making it because he viewed it as Nazis and he had family who had been victims of the Holocaust. But the movie was not... The government was not Nazis. No one in that movie's Nazis. And in the book, the bugs were a allegory for communism and how all of that shenanigans and it's hard to explain it because I'm not really supposed to be explaining it I'm not doing any of the research I'm supposed to just be rolling so I'm trying not to do that too much because I love the movie I love the campy action this is going to sound like a movie review and I apologize but the movie's great to me the movie's great I love it it's an amazing movie everything that i I've gotten out of that movie is really funny. I've been able to make memes. I've been able to talk about it my some of my friends and I have gotten to some very intense political discussions about the movie and its politics and it's just been an amazing thing to happen and one of the best scenes in that entire movie um is the fact that there's a there's a bit michael Ironsign's character it's a bit of a spoiler, but you know the movie came out years ago, so it's not really one anymore he um uh, fell into a hole and had his legs... His legs are being gnawed off by a bug. And Rico's first thought after he said, you know what to do, is he shot him. He killed him, because that's what he did before, earlier in the movie, when a soldier was picked up by a flying bug. And he's like, I'd expect you all to do the same for me. So he expected it, Rico did it, and that's where that went. There's also the... (laughs) I just love it. I can't help it. I'm going to laugh. But it's just so... Like the dialogue is horrible. It's meant to be horrible on purpose, but it's funny and it's, it's good. Like there's bits in the movie where like, you'll like in between scenes, they do big like propaganda breaks to give you like what it's like to be in the society. It's like, what's going on with the war? And the quote and the best line from that is, would you like to know more? Is what they would say at the end of all of the little propaganda breaks. And then the little mouse would go up like you were watching on a computer and click more. And he would go in from there, but then the scenes would start up and you would be watching the movie again. It's a phenomenal movie. It was a great, it's honestly something I can watch endlessly and not have any issues with it, sheerly for the fact of just how much good, how many good memories come from that. Because it was one of the first times I saw boobies in a movie. Hey, I just said boobies like I'm 13. But yeah. One of the first movies I saw boobs in, because there's a scene when they're going through basic training and they're co-ed showers. And um <laughs> I heard someone say one time, that's the best thing about that kind of government is co ed showers. And I was like, uh, eh, maybe there's other things that you probably liked other than just, you know, the fact that you get to shower with women. Or men, if that's what you're into, but I mean, right now, by today's standards, you can do that anyways. It's funny. It's good. <laughs> it caught a lot of hate, but you know, that's what happens when you, you know, make a movie about a government. That's whole thing is Serve, a, serve the military, serve in the military, you will be able to vote. If you don't, you're a civilian and no one cares about your opinion. Even though you can have an opinion, you just can't vote. And then another big thing is that um, they're really big into corporal punishment because Rico fucks up in the movie and gets a guy killed and their response, instead of him quitting, was that he got like 10 lashes. And then he quit. And then, you know, when the bugs attacked Earth by lobbing an asteroid at it, and destroying Buenos Aires, they decided, okay, you don't quit. Because he ripped up his paperwork in the office while the while the captain of the tra- of all their training turned around, well, turned his back, who was pl- played by the same guy who plays Frank in Breaking Bad. And it took me so long to realize that, and it's just funny as hell now looking back at it. And then uh, the guy who voices Mr. Krabs is dr- my, one of the best characters in the movie, drillin- senior drill instructor Zim. And it's just so funny to think about that and realize that, you know, people in that movie had other roles and were doing other things with their lives and their careers outside of that. <laughs> it's just cool to me. And it's a phenomenal movie and I loved it. I'm going to say that a lot and I apologize because then um, when it came to the bugs where as in the book, they knew about the cast system. They knew brain bugs existed in the movie. They did not. So they go to this, uh, They go to an outpost that sent out an SOS and they find a dude who had like a a hole in his head where something sucked his brains out. (laughs) So then as the movie progresses, uh, once they do that, Rico's love interest, Dizzy, gets killed. And um, she said the best thing that ever happened to him, which I'm pretty sure blew up Rico's little ego, was that uh, getting with him and having sex with him was the best thing to ever happen to her. And it makes me laugh as an adult because it also makes me realize that in the movie, even though these people playing these characters were like hitting their 30s, they were high school kids. And she thought right then and there that them hooking up was the best thing to ever happen to her because she thought she loved him, which I'm pretty sure she did, or her character did at least. So that's a thing, and it was really funny. It's a great movie. There's going to be a lot of dead air because I'm trying to collect my thoughts. Like, stuff's still happening in life, but I'm mitigating it better. The initial shock of everything helped out. Maybe one day I'll tell that story on an episode. Maybe I'll do a whole hot take episode on that and other things related to that. But we'll get there when we get there, I suppose. But the movie, great. So, (laughs) Rico was dating a girl before he joined the mobile infantry named Carmen. And, um, right during his basic training, he got pretty much what it, what is referred to in the military as a dear John letter, but they did video calls and video letters. So she dumped him via that after she said she was going to go career instead of just doing one enlistment to which then she started dating some dude named Xander who, before they graduated high school, played football for a different school. And he was flirting with Carmen during that. And then during their like last school dance. So they start dating, and then at the end of the movie, when they're on Planet P, Rico's mission was to find the brain bug, but they didn't know what they were looking for because they were not told by Games and Theory, which is who Neil Patrick Harris was a part of. So <laughs> she crash lands with Xander. The bugs drag them to the brain bug, and then he shows up, and Xander looks in and says, "Someone who looks just like me is going to kill your entire damn sp- your entire fucking species." And the brain bug obviously got offended by it and sucked his brains out. So then when uh, it goes to do the same thing to Carmen, she cuts off the sucker tube to it and it hurts it. The bugs started moving to move into Then that's when Rico shows up to save the day. And he's holding a nuke. And they capture the brain bug. And it's just really campy. And it sprung and it created two more movies. And it an- animated movies, which are way better than the two other li- straight-to-DVD live actions. Because the first one, the second movie was a Heroes of the Federation. And it takes place in an old outpost and it's Got, like, baby brain bugs, but, like, they just take over your entire body. So the bug's plan was to get them, get all those people in that outpost infected, then move on and get them into the um, higher parts of the government. But in the third one, Johnny Rico's back, a disgraced mobile infantry colonel because he punched another officer, and he gets hung, but he doesn't get hung. They fake his death so they can put him, make him part of the uh, Marauders program, which are just giant mech suits, which are fucking awesome. To then save somebody else, another, a former love interest of Rico's, from a god bug, which is just a brain bug that's almost the size of a planet, named Bea McQuoidle, which is by far one of my favorite fucking movie plots on the planet, because the Sky Marshal, which is the leader of their of the Terran Federation, he is influenced by the brain bug to the point where he was. And he was hell-bent on creating peace between bugs and humans by communing with him and recognizing him as their god. Which then, of course, blew up in his face, because then BM eats him, gets all the uh, information as to where all of Earth's fleets are so he can destroy them. But thankfully, Rico and the gang come in and save the day. And then they use a Q-bomb to completely destroy the planet. And it's phenomenal. Like, it's horrible. These movies are horrible, but they're so bad, they're good. And I love them. They have a cult following. The groups for them are amazing. They're great communities. Like, there's a lot of, like, tension because, like, some people overanalyze it. Some people underanalyze it. Then you have people who come in who want to troll it and then, like, create bigger issues. And that's more fun because then you get to meme on those people. And we had we had a policy before we all kind of went our separate ways was a uh, meme them until they cry, then make memes about them crying which is what we did a lot. And it was just a lot of fun. But my hot take is that the movie is not fascist. It's nothing to do with fascism. It's a meritocracy. It's always going to be viewed as that because there's nothing fascist about it. Because, I mean, in a way, meritocracy, fascism, communism, all of these things relate back to propagating the state through service. With communism, it's everybody works together to big to make the state better. Fascism, it's more of a I'm in charge, you're going to do what I say to make the state better. Whereas meritocracy is you're rewarded to do the right thing to make the, to propagate the state. And you're usually rewarded handsomely, like the ability to vote, the ability to have children, because you have to have a license to have a child in that society. But to get that as a civilian is hard, but as a citizen it's way easier. And you have to do that if you want to be a teacher, be, politi- be in politics, be a reporter, all of these things. And it's, an, it's a reward. But it's not given, to quote Myron Ironside, Michael, Myron, Michael Ironside, something given has no value. You have to earn it to appreciate it. And you earn your vote in those movies and in the books. You earn the right to do these things through service. And to vote is to exercise force. And force, pure naked force, is what, is what all authority is derived And then to propagate the state, to do these things, you're taking that by force because you're taking your citizenship into your own hands and saying, I want it, I'm going to do what I want to get it. And that's how he rationalizes and says, you're doing it through force. And his class that he teaches, which isn't even a required class in both the movie and the book, called A History of Moral Philosophy. And it's a class that, I'm not going to lie, if it existed, I would take it. Because it sounds awesome. It sounds like a cool way to learn about history from the stance of, like, the government. From how, like, certain things are done in the government. How you can earn things through the government. I mean, I'm not saying I support meritocracy. As cool as it would be. At the same time, it also can breed a lot of corruption and a lot of issues. Like, all political systems can. Especially, like... Like With democracy, I don't have any issues with doc- democracy. My allegiance is to the Republican to democracy. But there's so much room for error, there's so much room for corruption, and it just creates this toxic environment to where you, we have now. In some cases, things are super toxic because you've got families being divided over their political beliefs. <laughs> I don't have COVID, I just vape and I think I need to change my coil because it's not looking too hot. And it's making me cough but the movie is amazing. I know I'm all over the place. I'm trying to get myself reorganized with these episodes. This is my first episode really back and I thought I'd do something that I thought was an easy topic, which would be a movie that I like and honestly, I can probably drone on cuz these I, anchor limits me to an hour, but I could probably go on for 5 hours on this movie, especially if I had someone to talk to about it. Because they're just funny, they're good. I also just like campy action movies. And literally that entire movie is just run and gun. They're shooting all the time. They're fighting bugs. At one point in the movie, he f- he gets on top of a giant beetle that can like shoot acid out of its face. And he shoots it in the abdomen and drops a grenade in it and blows it all to hell. And it's um, it's hilarious because he just stands there after he does it. After being thrown off its back, covered in its guts. Like he just saved the world. And it's funny to me because that's how you know most action movies are. And it's a good experience. I enjoy it. I recommend it to a lot of people. I recommend the book more because it gives you more detail. It gives you more of Rico's perspective. Because in the book, it follows him from high school, his enlistment, him going through post Clendathu, post everything else, to his OCS schooling and how he becomes an officer. Then it ends with you not knowing, like, knowing he's going to survive, like, he's alive at that point, but not knowing what's going to happen after that. And it's amazing. Like, they're a good book. Like, it's a good book. It's a good book. It's a good movie. The movie and the book are in no way really related besides the names of the characters and the fact they're fighting bugs in the government style. But in the movie, they try to build it up to be more fascist through the propaganda and things like that, even though it's really hard to pass a meritocracy off as fascism. When they even tell you you have freedom of speech, you have the ability to do things that we can do as Americans now. And, um... One of my favorite things about the movie is the fact that everyone's just pretty much like built like a brick house, and um, Jack Busey is just funny because there's a scene when they're th- they're throwing knives, and he goes, "Sir, um, what's the point in learning how to throw knives in a nuke war?" And then Zim tells he he tells him to put his hand on the wall, and he's like, "Ah, why, sir?" He's like, "Just put your hand put your hand on that wall." and he throws a knife and it goes through his hand and he goes the enemy cannot press a button if you disable his hand which is why they throw knives to keep people from launching more nukes but i mean in reality it's going to be really hard to burst through someone's building one it's easier for them to push a button while you're trying to fight through doors but that's just how they rationalize it and i'm cool with it i think it's good it's funny it helped build the story helped build the characters it's just a great movie, phenomenal movie, and I just I recommend it. I will always recommend it just because, if, especially if you just need a laugh, it's a good. It's a good movie for a good laugh on top of everything else, which definitely helps. Especially now, like you know, this year's been kind of shitty for everybody. Like no like it's very few people I've met have had like an like an over the top excellent year because there've been so many restrictions. Everyone's lives have changed so much. Wearing masks all the time was a big change. You know, people are still butthurt about that. But it's at this point, it's like, who cares? Do it. Just do it. Quit complaining about it. Let's get it done. Just so we can all be done with it. Let's be done with it. Let's call it a day. Let's put all this behind us so we can all improve, so we can all move forward, so we can all work together to make everything better for everybody else. So we can focus on real issues going on in the world. But I'm not going to go on another political tangent like I did in the last episode. Well it wasn't even like political, it was just my opinion on how we should all work together. But that's potato potato. I really don't know what else to talk about because it's hard because I don't have someone feeding off of me. I forgot what this was like because I took such long a break. And I'm trying to make sure this episode's thirty minutes, because I know that's what I've been my goal that's been my goal. Because with the second the second season of everything, it's just gonna be longer episodes. But the movie is funny as hell. I love it. Their weapons Literally just physically can't work, because the way they de- the, they designed them for the movie. But they're great, like they don't run out of ammo, even though they're constantly talking about reloading. I don't know how the hell they ran out of ammo in that movie, because all they do is shoot. <laughs> and there's also a scene when they're talking about like the soldiers introduce, spending time with the kids in the community and. Yeah, this is a Marita rifle. Who wants to hold it? Is the first thing they say. And given the the aspect of the movie, that weapon was probably loaded, and he was just letting these kids play with it. And they t- handed them all ammo too, which was even better. There's also this scene when it's a even the kids are doing their part, and it's these kids crushing cockroaches while this woman screw, like laughs and claps hysterically behind them. And it's both hilarious and creepy at the same time because it looks like she's just having a mental breakdown during the scene. And it's just such a funny movie. It's so good. Thanks for listening to me talk about it. Not going to lie because, I mean, there's plenty of other podcasts out there, but you chose this one, which is really cool, and I love it. I love you guys. I I will never not be thankful for you guys listening. I will never not be thankful for all of the feedback you guys are going to give me like I've gotten a lot of feedback cuz I sit and I record in my car cuz you know it's easier for me and this just this app it just makes it easier to do it that way but I'm working on it I'm building up to where I can record in like a proper studio and make sure that you guys can hear everything I say and there's not going to be a whole lot of background noise besides like me moving around or like a guest moving around and things like that cuz I want to provide the best kind of podcast I can for you guys cuz without you guys I have no show and with no show I'm just some idiot just talking into a microphone and hoping someone's gonna listen. <laughs> but um, yeah. I will. I, I I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna make sure everything gets improved. I'm trying to improve every episode. I'm trying to change certain things based off the feedback I get. Because I will never not be thankful for you guys. I want to be able to improve this and make this the best experience for you. So I have a feeling these last few minutes are just going to be me complimenting you guys because I don't know what else to go about on the movie. I feel like I might do another episode on Starship Troopers after I really like kind of have a bigger chance. another not A bigger chance. It sounds horrible. Another chance to really clear my head and figure out what more I want to talk about. Because there's so much in that movie, even though it's so like, poorly written and the, it's just campy. Like, there's so much to talk about from all the propaganda, which I might just talk about in the follow-up episode next season and things like that, because they, they wanted to make a parody, but they also put a lot of work in it so people would watch it, so people would enjoy it, because that's what movies are about. They're meant to be entertainment, not supposed to be shoving political ideas down your throat 24-7. But... I just want to say thanks. Thanks for listening, thanks for... All the feedback that I've already gotten. Thank you for everything you guys have done. Thank you for the support. I will never not be thankful for it. Even if this blows, if this ever blows up and I, it becomes huge, I'm not. I'm never gonna forget that you guys are the reason why I'm there. Everybody listening now, everybody who's going to be listening in the future. You guys are the reason I'm there. It's not because. I did it on my own. No one just becomes famous on their own, but all of the support that I get from all of my friends, all the family people who help me out, and people who listen, who just want to send, tell me that i am they like what I do. It's amazing. I will never not be thankful for that, because I wouldn't be able to succeed, because you can't be an entertainer without people who want to support you, and without people who listen, without people who want to be to consume your product, because if that were the case, then everybody could do it, and everyone would be making money, not sure how they'd be making the money, but they would be making it, apparently, just um, bear with me, everything's still going on, I'm going to try to keep cranking these episodes out for you guys, because I want to, because I'm passionate about this, I want this to work, I just had to take that break, or I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to keep going. 'Cause if I wouldn't have taken that break, it'd have just been a lot of uh, a lot of just dull, less excited me talking, more just, yeah guys, and then this is how I feel about this and this is how I feel about that. And I don't want that. I want you guys to know that I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Regardless of what's going on in my life, I'm going to make sure that I'm putting out what I can for you guys that makes keeps you guys wanting to listen and keeps me wanting to do it. I will never not find ways to make sure you guys enjoy this. I will talk about things that you want me to talk about. I'll, if I don't know what the topic is, I might do like some baseline research so I don't sound like a complete idiot talking about it, but I will give you the hottest take I can on it just so you guys can hear me go off about it so you can give me crap for it later. And then when I do the follow-up episode, I can either apologize or go, wow, now that I know more about it, I kind of see where I was coming from. That's the whole premise of this show. I want it to be entertaining for you guys, and I also want it, I'm using it to expand my knowledge on things and helping other people expand their knowledge on things. I know I don't, I'm not going to be the only source for that, but it'd be cool to be a source for that after doing my own research and after helping out and having other people help me find that research and help me find new perspectives on things. That's what I want, and that's, and I hope that you guys want that. I hope you guys enjoy it. Because I'm enjoying it. I enjoyed it my first four episodes. I enjoy, I'm enjoying it now recording this because I love this kind of thing. I love doing it. But Starship Troopers is an amazing movie. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Fantastic, great movie, great action, very compelling characters at times, and also very uncompelling characters at times. But that's what happens with action movies. You're going to see there's going to be two types of characters. And it's amazing. And, um, I'm going to add, probably just put the sponsored bit at the end or it's going to make me put it at the beginning. Who knows? So if you hear that before you hear me start to, like hear the episode, I'm sorry, ahead of time. I do the ads cause I, you know, I want to try to make some sort of money cause I care and I want to support myself cause I want to make this a job. That's why I took that break cause I don't want to sit here. I don't want to sit and do this stuff while I'm in a bad place, lose my motivation and then never do it again. Because I want to make this like a full-time thing. I want to grow. I want to expand. I want to make the best thing ca- possible so I can just do this. Just talk to you guys. Make these episodes. Have people on. Talk to these people. Do all these cool things. And have fun. And kill it. And have and just do stupid crap all the time. That's not really stupid. Just like random things. Like I'm probably going to do like... I might just download TikTok just to make TikToks for you guys or something. I don't know. Because Billy's doing it for... Uh, the Wilson King podcast, and I love it because I watch them. He's, it's like the reason why I redownloaded TikTok was so I can watch the Wilson King TikToks, and I'm in a couple of them, but that's just because I'm on their show a little bit too much, which is not a bad thing. I love being on the show. I love talking to Billy and Corey and, doing, and, we're, and just having fun and having a normal conversation that gets a little heated, and then Billy forcing me to go down rabbit holes, which is even more fun. But yeah. Other than that, you know, I feel like this is a good episode. I know I kind of went off topic quite a few times and I apologize for that, but that's who I am. That's how the show's always kind of been, not going to lie. So I'm going to keep that up. A lot of things are changing in life. A lot of things have changed this year, but the main goal, I'm going to sound really gushy and cliche, is that we all need to keep moving forward and we all need to work together as a team, as a just so everything can go back to normal. Right now, this is the normal, but soon that's going to change once everything is figured out and we can move past everything. It's been a crazy year for a lot of people, and it's been a crazy year for me. But my love for you guys and all, and all the support that I've gotten so far is never going to change. You guys are what are going to keep me driving, and I'm going to make sure that I can keep myself driving through all of this. And through all of the support through all the ups and downs all the crappy episodes all the really good episodes everything I'm doing it for y'all you guys are awesome thank you so much and I think I'm officially decided on calling you guys my hot my the hot take homies if you guys have an issue with that let me know I'm trying to figure it out because everybody calls their fans something different so I want to get in on that I want to make sure like you guys feel like it's a community and I'm trying to figure out a way to create like a better intro instead of it's just me going hey how's it going like might try to get like a musical interlude I don't know yet I'm working on it trying to figure that out it's a step-by-step process I'm happy I'm okay I'm happy with this and I am okay with all of this and I'm excited to see where this takes me and I hope you guys are excited to see where this takes me as well Because it's going to be awesome. Regardless of whether or not I get big or not, I'm going to keep doing this crap. I love it. I love talking. I love listening to myself speak, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I can drone on for hours and just keep changing the topic constantly. But thank you guys for everything. All the support. Everything. I'm going to keep saying that. I've said it like 7,000 times just this episode, but I'm going to continue to say that. It means a lot. We're working on a Patreon for the Core Network. We're working... We're working on recording the first like exclusive episode for it which is awesome and then we're working on the discord I've got it set up for the most part it's just going to be a matter of getting people on it once we start really getting people to flow in and deal with it and do things with it and it's just an exciting experience all around and I'm so excited to have so many great people in on it the core network is amazing I love talking to everybody I love fixing this stuff that we need to fix working together as a team and not against each other. I love all of it. I'm super excited. I I get excited about a lot of things, but this is something that I've been very excited with and excited for for a long time, because that's what I've been doing. During this like little break, I did a lot of building with the core network. I did, we did a lot of talking. We did a lot of planning, and I'm excited for it. I did a lot of things. I'm finding my happiness in life. I'm making sure that I'm okay so that you guys can be okay, so I can be okay for the people around me, so I can make sure everything is good to go for everybody. And I will never, not be excited to record an episode for you guys. I will always be down. I think that's enough of me droning on about this stuff. I mean, I'm, I hit 33 minutes, which is you know, normal, for me. But um, that's my hot take on Starship Troopers, and um, thank you guys. I'm going to figure out the next topic and the next topic is going to be something probably obscure that I don't even know anything about. But thank you and uh, see you guys next time.